Coming up on the Broke at 40 podcast, we're going to be talking about how you can redefine success. And I'd like to talk a little bit about the future of the Broke at 40 podcast. And I want to anchor it to your journey towards financial independence. Hey, before we start our episode, always remember, if you don't want to be broke at 40 like I was, or if you are broke at 40, stay tuned on a weekly basis where I explore the basics of personal finance and, more importantly, the behaviors that can bring you from broke to brilliance, whatever you think brilliance may be. And as always, this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please consult with a financial advisor if necessary. My name is Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Broke at 40 podcast. This is Evan, and it is the weekend in October of 2021. Can you guys believe that it is already October of this year? And for all of you that are listening in the future to this episode, welcome. You may also notice that the audio is not as good as it normally is because I'm on my phone. And I'm on my phone because sometimes I just have a thought that I want to share with you guys and I don't have time to go get my studio together to do a recording. And so I just had this burning desire at this moment to talk about how you can learn to redefine success. And I'm calling it then the learning to redefine success story. So thank you for joining me again on this edition of the Broke at 40 podcast. You know, sometimes, like I just mentioned, these thoughts come to me and it might be something that triggers me to think about the content. It might be something in my personal life that happens and then I anchor back to my past and I want to share that with you because I know that for you guys being in your 40s, if you are in your 40s and if you are getting into personal finance like I did, I know how excited you are every single day to think about what you can achieve in your life, financially speaking. And it's it's a great place to be. It was a wonderful place for me to be many years ago. And I, again, want to talk about how you can learn to redefine success. Because let's face it, you know what? society tells us what success is. I I will always say on this podcast that I I'm so confused by how society has taught us through the years to be ashamed of money. We are. I'm on a podcast here you know broadcasting to you about my backstory And I can't even tell you what my real name is because I share real numbers with my audience. How sad is that really, isn't it? To think that we live in a society where, again, people are ashamed to talk about money. It's so true. And I want to break through that. I want to break through broke and help people realize that they do not have to live in a broken society as it relates to money, that they can feel proud of what they are doing. And here's the reality. It's unfortunate, but 
because people are living such a life, financially speaking, they ignore the reality of the devastating monetary situation that they could find themselves in, find themselves in late in life, especially, right? People in their 40s. And so for those of you that have found this podcast, thank you so much. I'll be talking here in this episode about success of this podcast and what that means to me. And I'm sure there's so many people out there that haven't found this podcast and haven't found within themselves to break through broke and to realize where they are and what they can do to better themselves. You know, um, I want to go back in time a little bit to 1998. As you guys know by listening to this podcast, I was 32 years old then, and that's where I found the job or the company that I'm with today. As you know, I've been with the company that I've been with for 23 years now. You know, looking back to 1998, I had no idea that 23 years later, I would still be with that company. And I am by no means saying that you have to find a company and stay there for decades like I have. (laughs) That may not be your path, but I'm gonna share with you that that is what has happened to me. And as you'll hear in this episode, there were many times where I felt like not only should I leave the company that I'm with, but that I could always find positions within the company that I thought would bring me more happiness and financial success, only later to realize that by staying where I was and adopting the one and done philosophy that I've talked about, could be and has turned out to be the right choice. And I'll, I'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. So as you guys know, at age 32, when I joined the company, that was only a few short years after my personal bankruptcy that I had at age 29, just three years later. And I arrived and, you know, I had struggled actually for nine or 10 years prior to that, not really believing in myself, financially speaking, and just having a decade of struggle of making ends meet, living paycheck to paycheck. And as I say all the time, that is what has created within me the spark, if you will, to light that fire to help propel me into the future. And I want you guys to find that within yourselves as well, to know that you can and you will make changes, especially if you redefine what you think success is for you. And you know, it's so interesting that I really do believe that if you don't get a hold of time, it is definitely going to get a hold of you. Think about social media now, you know, what you see on Facebook and Instagram and all of these people that you may see that post pictures of what they think success is. When's the last time you went into Facebook or Instagram and you saw people post pictures of their 401k balance? 
or their Roth IRA contributions, or even better yet, a visual representation of their net worth. <laughs> it makes you laugh, doesn't it? Nobody does that. Nobody does that at all. Nobody thinks about redefining success in terms of their net worth. In fact, they may not even know what that means. Let me tell you a story here about something. I was talking to a friend the other day. Um, I, I've told you guys before that a few people in my personal life know that I've been on this mission to be a millionaire by the age of 55. Um, and that started at 40 when I was broke, as you know. And I have one friend that called me the other day and some of my friends sometimes call because they know I know a lot about money and building wealth and they want to kind of pick my brain, right? So sometimes that happens and they don't even know I have this podcast. A couple people do, but I don't tell many people about it. Again, I'm falling prey to society of being ashamed of money and unfortunately that's what we live in and so I have to adapt and so do you. Um, but anyway, this friend and I were talking and he said he has a friend that's aged 72 years old. His name is Mark. And Mark is a nurse and he's done very well for himself. You know, he quit his job for a little while, but then he realized retirement wasn't for him. He went back to working through the pandemic, of course, you know, as a nurse. And um, he is now wondering what he should do by selling a house up in Maine where he supposedly has a windfall now of cash, like two to $300,000, and he's wondering what he should do with it. And so my friend is asking me for my advice on what he should do with that, let's say $300,000. Well, I immediately said I need to know more information. What, what, what does this person have? What does Mark have in terms of his retirement accounts? And my friend said, not, he doesn't really know, not much. <clears throat> um, and by, I think he has an annuity which I'm not really fond of annuities, but anyway, I said, <clears throat> well, unless I know more information, I would give a generic response and maybe the bucket strategy. So if you have 300,000 and he's getting older, he may need that money so he could have some in cash, just divide it by three perhaps, have another bucket of medium risk in mutual funds. And then the third bucket would be the growth bucket of mutual funds, <clears throat> which he wouldn't be touching for seven, eight or eight years or so. Okay, so that bucket strategy might be a good idea for him, but then I always say, okay, check with a financial advisor, blah, 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 all of that. But the reason why I'm telling you this story is because I realize that a lot of people in society today have no clue about money in their 40s, in their 50s, and even in their 60s. Just because I've been doing this for 15 to 20 years and obsessing over it and reading books and blogs and podcasts and YouTube channels and educating myself through these years does not mean that everybody thinks like I do, and I get that. And this is just a, an example of somebody that's age 72 that doesn't even know what a mutual fund is. Just like for myself, as you guys know, back at age 40 when I asked a coworker, I said, what's a CD, a certificate of deposit? I had no clue. And so there are people that have no clue about even the basics of money. And that is what I always try to teach anybody that wants to listen. So for you right now, listening to this podcast, if 
you're broke at 40 and you're wondering how do you get ahead well just go to the basics get your emergency fund up to about a year max out to your 401k eventually but first start with six percent if you get a company match and then a couple years go by open up a Roth IRA if you qualify max that out it might be another few years that go by go back to your 401k max that out to the total dollar amounts you're building your basic blocks that yellow brick road I've talked about where you're creating these bricks that are building this engine that you are creating over time and the larger that engine is the better so another few years go by what do you do you open up a taxable account all of those things you could be doing right now for the next five to ten years by then you might be age 50 or 55 are you following me so redefine what success means to you don't fall prey to Facebook and Instagram where you see people your friends your co-workers your family members if they're posting pictures of big homes and expensive cars and nice vacations really stop and think about is that how you want to define success for you that's an extrinsic motivation factor you need to be thinking intrinsically about your success and again just thinking about this the reality of the fact that this friend's um, friend named Mark that had no clue even at age 72 really helped me realize again that people do not know even the basics of personal finance so I also want to tell you another little story in terms of redefining success and something that just happened here that I think was so um, relevant for me to share with you right now is that the company that I work for right now we are hiring a couple people in our department and so we got wind of the fact that somebody that was with the company many years ago that left the company wanted to come back and I, I will call him Steve okay so Steve wants to come back and so we interviewed him virtually and my mind immediately went to back to 2004 when I was still of course with the company that I'm with but what I'd like to share with you here right now in this episode is that even I had to redefine what success meant to me because when I go back to 2004 and I think about who I was with my company at that time I wasn't making a whole lot of money yet my expenses were down because as you know at age 29 I had the bankruptcy and that got rid of all of those debts but I was still in that five seven or eight years thinking that I had to always go to another department to increase my salary right I was going to have to leave the department I'm in now and go to another one right to go up that corporate ladder if you will was where my mind was at that time and I had no idea that my income could continue to grow in the department that I'm in in something that I truly love to do I thought at that time like you might be thinking at your moment now is that you always have to be going somewhere else the grass might be greener somewhere else and I'd like to challenge you to think differently that maybe just maybe that may not be true it might be true but it may not so really think about 
what that means. Now, I'm not saying that it's a, it's a bad idea to go to different departments to increase your career and your skill sets. That might be great. But if you open up your eyes and you think differently, like I did, then maybe where you are can give you the wealth that you need, the income to build the engine that I've been talking about on the Broke at 40 podcast for a year and a half now. You have to believe that the income that you're making today, the primary reason for that income today is for what? To fuel your future. Only a small part of the income that you make today should be for your expenses. Why? Because you're going to keep your expenses really low. You want your savings rate to go up every single year. And so if you have that mindset that your income's primary reason for the income from your job is to fund, F-U-N-D, your retirement accounts and your taxable accounts as you go through time, that's the main reason for your income today. Choose that mindset. The secondary reason is to pay for your expenses for today. That's how you should be thinking. And back then, back to my story um, of the fact that we were interviewing this person that I'll tell you what happened. In 2004, I was thinking, okay, I need to go to a different department to make more money at the company that I'm with. So I interviewed with another department. And this person, Steve, was on a panel interview interviewing me. And they asked me difficult questions. I remember he was like, wow, you're really prepared for this. And he had a little bit of an attitude, I recall. And I, they didn't offer me the job. I was sad, I was upset, but then I stayed where I was. And I remember my boss said to me, if you stay with us, you will be very happy long-term. What happens if you continue to do a great job? And I never forgot that. I never forgot that. And even though I interviewed and wanted to leave, it didn't happen. So something was on my side telling me I should stay where I am. And that might be happening for you too. Your gut will tell you if it's time to go to move on to another department or another company. But let that intrinsic thought process propel you into making that decision and try not to override it because then you could be making a mistake. And so, no, here it is, what, you know, 17 years later, and I'm, I've arrived at a million bucks in my net worth, right? And I'm still with the department that I'm in because I made those choices. I chose to believe that my income's primary reason was to fund this engine that I'm creating. Okay, so Steve left the company, but now Steve's coming back and he wants to be in our department. And it's 17 years later. And now virtually, I'm looking into the camera and he is sitting there and I'm thinking back to 2004 when he was asking me difficult questions and judging me to join his group and now he's wanting to come into my group and apparently he needs the job because he's interviewing back with the company maybe he didn't make the right financial decisions through the years I have no idea but there we are in this situation where I'm interviewing him I didn't ask difficult questions but that's where my mind went and I'm thinking to myself Evan Maybe you made the right choices. Maybe Steve didn't make the right choices. I don't know. But we chose to not hire him back. 
that wasn't my decision, I thought, yeah, bring it back. I, so other folks in our group decided not to. And anyway, I just wanted to share that story with you because for you guys listening right now, again, I want you to really redefine what you think success is to you. If you want to be really good with money over time, especially, you really will have to redefine what success means to you. So now I'd like to switch gears and segue into the second part of today's episode, which is really talking about what I feel is the future of the Broke at 40 podcast. And I want to be completely honest with you guys here and talk through the why of why I'm actually doing this podcast. And I'm going to anchor this to redefining success. And I want to share with you how similar really my journey with this podcast is to your journey of reaching financial independence. And it's the same journey that I was on for 15 years. So bear with me here where where I talk through my my thought process, and I I do hope that this makes sense. So with, with social media, you may have been seeing in the news recently that even Facebook with Mark Zuckerberg, you know, there's always the controversy of social media and how it influences people, especially young people, young girls about you know, body image and things of that nature that make people feel perhaps bad about themselves because they are comparing themselves to others that they see in social media. So that's always in the forefront of our minds that we have these phones and our devices that we can look at things that I talk about all the time and we again start comparing ourselves to this. I was watching a YouTube channel the other day, this guy that I kind of follow and he was kind of waiting in the pool and talking to his audience of about 70,000 subscribers. He's a young guy, maybe 22 years old and he's talking to his audience about how he feels a little bit maybe ashamed about the fact that all he has done in his life so far is create this YouTube channel that he has. And he had, he was talking to his family members, he said about how they sometimes judge him like, well, are you doing anything else? Are you in school? And it, it makes him feel depressed, he said, about the fact that he will put a video out there on YouTube with the expectation of getting a lot of views. And for him, he was saying that he he only had like 7,000 views. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that's that's huge. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we have to compare and we think, and and to him, that's not success for his uh, video that he put out there. So you have to put it into perspective, okay? So, He does make income, I guess, from this YouTube channel. I have no idea how much he didn't say. And he has, he's in a relationship, so he has a significant other. And so there's probably a dual income going on. And I'm just thinking about young people, you know, that are in social media and how they are defining their success, obviously, on how much monetary income, obviously, that they receive from these ventures. And I just want to share with you guys that my intent 
of this podcast from the very beginning in April of 2020 was never to make money. And it was never to have what people say is successful in podcasting, like a million downloads or whatever it is. I don't even know. I don't pay attention to the metrics of traditional podcast success. I don't care. Now, a part of my brain, however, does think, oh my goodness, could this podcast really grow and have some income someday to subsidize my retirement? Yes, great. If that happens, great. I'll be like, fabulous, wonderful. But I'm not expecting that. And that's what I want to teach you guys about whatever you go into, especially with building wealth over time, that you are not going to see the success of building financial abundance and that engine that I've been talking about on this episode for 15 to maybe 20 years. So you have to redefine what success is for yourself and know that the first year, the second year, the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year, the sixth year, all of these years that you are in going in the right direction of either paying off the debt or increasing your income, getting your net worth to zero, which may take five years if you have lots of debt, but you are going in the right direction. You've made that commitment to say, I'm not going to see results for 10, 15, 20 years, and that's okay but you have to understand that you are actually going in the right direction and you will land where you want to be in let's say 15 years. From zero of a net worth to a million in 15 years is what has happened to me just by really not even trying, but by applying all of the basics that you guys know about. That's how simple it really can be if you choose that mindset. You know, I'm just going to end the podcast today again by re-emphasizing the fact that if you choose to believe that success is not immediate, but you are going in the right direction, just like for me with this podcast now, again, if I have one listener, then that is success. I know that you are there. And that's all I need. And that's why I continue to do this. And it actually helps me too. Believe it or not, guys, as I talk through my Coffee Talk rambles and my Dear Dollar Diary episodes where you're on this journey with me to figure out and help me by, by me talking to you actually does help me put my thoughts together and I will make decisions within the next three months if I'm going to quit my job. You know, I just want to end this episode by saying there's something super significant that we tend to forget. And I know, you know, I'm talking about my experiences now and you guys are on your journey. You may have a net worth of a zero. You might have a $300,000 net worth. You might have a $500,000 net worth. You know, you will get to places where I am by continuing on that journey of making those right decisions. 
And this is not something I thought about. It was not even on my radar years ago. But, you know, as you know, I'm trying to get to a comfort level of saying, okay, I can quit my job. <clears throat> and when I look at the Vanguard um, projections for me through those Monte Carlo simulators that I talked about, I tend to forget. I just looked at it yesterday. Our minds don't sometimes trigger us to know that even though we eventually pull the plug and we stop working, that money, that engine that you've created, and I'm saying this because I need to learn to uh, believe in this because it's such uh, a concept that I kind of push away and I don't think about, but when you end, let's say your corporate life, your W-2 income, and you decide to have that courage to then face financial freedom and you let that money continue to grow, you have to remember that that counter starts over again. So let's say you start taking withdrawals, a 3% withdrawal rate like you saw for me, maybe even a 4% withdrawal rate if I'm feeling really great. <laughs> um, and that money though continues to grow. So when I look at the projections of age 56, when I may quit my job, and they project to like age 70, right? Like 14 years later, or even 15 years later, or 16 years later, that money on average, they're saying, would be like 3 million or more, just by taking the 30,000 off. So you have to remember that that engine that you're creating is and has to be your number one goal. You could be a a millionaire in future dollars right now. If you have that engine that you've created at whatever age you are, and it's let's say 300,000, you've done it. You've arrived. That chunk of money, that engine, is going to be even more in the future. And you can still take money from it and still have that continue to grow. So that's what I'd like to end today with <clears throat> as I talk through learning these skills to redefine success for you. And I really wanted to share with you <clears throat> some stories and anchor it back to my past and what I've been discovering. This is a super intense <clears throat> discovery process for me that I'm going through right now because these next 90 days are super critical to what I'm going to do. And you know, you guys, as you go through your 15 years, if you're broke at 40 right now, this should be on your radar too. It's going to, you know, that's why you're doing this. It's such a great place to be. I often wish back when I was broke at 40 in 2006 that I had a podcast to listen to on a weekly basis where I could sit down on a Saturday or go for a walk and put in my earbuds. You know, back then we didn't even have podcasts. They were just starting out. <clears throat> no, they weren't even around yet. And so what did I what did I gravitate towards? You guys know, I've talked about it before. Every Saturday night, CNBC, the Susie Orman Show at 9 o'clock, I would watch that, learn, take from it what I needed, and then move on. And that show solidified my commitment to my journey every single week. And that's what I'd like to leave with you guys today is... The future of this podcast, I don't know, but I will be here. I will be talking about money. I will be sharing my story, and I'll be encouraging you guys 
all of the time because you know what I say all the time. I want you to walk with me to wealth. I appreciate that all of you guys are here. I believe in you and I congratulate you for every step of the way. Alrighty, that's going to do it for another episode, everybody. Hey, I've got a favor. If you've got a friend that's struggling financially at any age, please share this episode with them. Let them know that I went from broke to a million dollar net worth in just about 14 years. And if I can do it, anybody can. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. What do I always say? It's okay to be broke at 40. It really is, but not at 50 or 55 now that you found us. You can change your financial destiny. I'm Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast.